Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Hey, so before we get started, I wanted to talk to you guys about Disney+. Plus. Now, I know by now you've probably heard about Disney+, Plus, the new streaming service that includes Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. With all these amazing brands in one place, Disney Plus has one of the most incredible libraries in the entire streaming landscape, and it's all ad-free. From classics like Snow White to today's blockbusters like Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame, the content on Disney Plus is truly unparalleled. And if all that isn't enough, Disney Plus even has originals like The Mandalorian, the first live-action Star Wars series. So don't miss out. Go and sign up today and start streaming and tell them Hayes sent you. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Soul Podcast. I'm your host, CEO Hayes, and on this week's episode of the podcast, we got some stuff planned for you guys. But before we get into all that, I want to tell you right off the top, make sure you go and follow the podcast at Awaken Soul Pod or at the Awaken Soul Pod, just depending on what platform you're looking for us at. You can follow me if you choose to at CEO Hayes at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. But the most important thing you can do is go to the BreaksMediaNetwork.com where you can check out this podcast as well as other podcasts that are part of the amazing network that we're putting together. With all that being said, let's get into some housekeeping. So in this week's episode of the podcast, what we'll be discussing is um, in the In the Mind of Hayes segment, I got two topics for you guys built around the uh, the movie world. And then in the main discussion topic this week, we have a conversation about the importance of rearranging your space. Now, you can take that how you want to take it. We'll get into it and break it down a little bit more when we get into that main discussion topic. But right now, what we're going to do, we're going to take a break. We're going to get into our intro music. And then on the other side of that, we're going to get into my dark and twisted, crazy ass mind. I'll see you guys there. The following is a Breaks Media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my daddy. So we're in my dark and twisted mind and it's it's not dark at all this week. We actually it's actually pretty fun. So one thing that we have and we actually discussed it a little bit more in depth on the film frequency. So make sure you go and check out that podcast. It's me and my brother JB where we actually talk about uh, movies and uh, movies and film movies and TV and just everything around the entertainment uh, world kind of. So make sure you check out that podcast. There's also a Facebook discussion group for that one where people are talking about movies all the time in there. It's not always just about the podcast. But with that being said. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about is Jamie Foxx being cast as Mike Tyson in a biopic. And as we know, like a lot of times with biopics, um, they really become Oscar bait in a way. Right. Like I think uh, a lot of these biopics 
typically become uh, award award season movies and things that people look forward to uh, in that award season and stuff like that. So um, I really think and Jamie Foxx is an amazing actor, an amazing actor. Uh, you check him out uh, for anyone who just knows him as comedy, which I think at this point, I think people are realize that Jamie Foxx is a hell of a dramatic actor when he wants to be. And this this Mike Tyson biopic can be a lot of different things. When you look at the life of Mike Tyson, like everything from the highs to the lows, uh, to being almost illiterate at one point, uh, to being the world champion and boxing the baddest man on the planet. But then as we started have as we've started learning more about Mike Tyson in his later years, we see the vulnerability. We see uh the softer side of Mike Tyson, um and and the humanitarian side and just like what what goes on in that mind of his and uh even through when he was the best boxer in the world to some people um he was dealing with a lot of heavy stuff and 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 throughout his life so just to have a biopic about mike tyson i think it's going to be a great movie they picked a great person uh jamie fox is already balking up for the role he's taking this seriously and we know when jamie fox is dialed in like he he can pull some stuff out. You guys have seen Ray, another biopic that he was in. Um, yeah, I really I really think this is going to do justice. I think this is going to open eyes uh, for anyone who kind of just knows Mike Tyson for the antics and uh, being the fighter. And if it's just biting Evander Holyfield's ear, you're gonna get a, a whole new take on a man um, who who's lived a life. So uh, really looking forward to that one. I don't know if a director's been announced or write, even writers have been attached. If we know him, if they're anyone by name. Um, but I just I really, really looking forward to this film. And I'm a big Jamie Foxx fan uh, when he when he's on point and focused. So I'm looking forward to that. But uh, I said both of our uh, pieces of, of news from the In the Mind of Hayes segment this week are both going to be built around entertainment. Right. And so the second one is we all just got done celebrating Juneteenth. Um, I dropped an episode on Juneteenth. Make sure you go and check it out if you haven't already. Um, but with the renewed uh, let me not say renewed, but with the, the world really paying attention to what Juneteenth really means. And I think people are looking at it more in depth, both black and people from other races and cultures. So um, when you look at that and we have Kenya Barris and Pharrell Williams, who are actually committed to doing a Juneteenth musical on Netflix. And we know Kenya Barris. Uh, I talked about black as fuck here um, and just, you know, all his as AF shows or whatever. But even in that, black black as fuck he uh had a uh, episode built around juneteenth in which he talked about it and you and i really i get the feeling from him that it's an important holiday to him it's something that he takes seriously and we know what pharrell pharrell williams can do uh with music and in the musical world so i'm really really looking forward to this and excited to uh see what what they come up with and netflix has really really done good by the culture the last few years really good they've done a great job at like depicting our stories when they see us like uh they gave marlon williams the exclusive uh deal not too long ago we know that um all the uh shonda universe shonda verse or whatever we're calling it uh shows well not their shows but she's doing something uh with netflix as well on an exclusive deal so netflix knows what they're doing and i think netflix is one of those companies at least to me by looking at how what they've been doing over the last few years and checking their their track record is that they do like to empower black creators and giving them a space hell even the astronomy club which was a, a sketch comedy show that actually got canceled but um it's it's some podcasters actually and yeah they went they went to acting school they went to school for it but uh if you guys check out uh, black man can't jump in hollywood it's actually a movie review podcast but those were the same guys who uh, got that deal for astronomy club and they were behind it so 
and not that many people know them. So uh, Netflix is Netflix is really trying, and I and I like what they've been doing. Um, and like I said, they have my support uh, because they've been doing it for years. It's not just an all of sudden support. It's not just all of sudden uh, giving black creators a platform. They have consistently been doing it and growing it for the better part of about five or six years now. So shout out to Netflix for the continued support for the continued platform that they allow for those blacks creators to have. That's it for the end of mine. Hey, segment. I know relatively quick one, uh, just a one, two punch uh, that I wanted to give to you guys this week on topics with that one. We're going to actually take our first break. We're going to get into the cookie Chronicles from the one and only the first lady. And uh, I will catch you guys right after that. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Ludric Rell C. Cooper, author of the new book, Deserving Mercy. This is the Deserving Mercy podcast. Deserving Mercy originally started out as a short film. I then wrote the book, and now I'm here hosting the podcast. It's a story of a young black college male student who attends a fictional HBCU. That's historically black college and university. He gets wrongfully accused of a crime that he did not commit. Even though he's innocent, even though he graduates and earns his degree, he still experiences different challenges moving forward with his life. On this podcast, we will be discussing the many different topics that can be talked about in the book Deserving Mercy. That includes wrongfully accused, being wrongfully convicted, HBCU news, and even how to handle stuff like peer pressure as teens. Again, this is the Deserving Mercy podcast. Sit back, relax, listen, learn, and be inspired. Hey, Saints and Aints. This is your girl, the First Lady, here with the cookie chronicle segment on the awaken soul podcast and i'm just gonna jump right into it because i have been like a little head over heels lately and let me tell you why so there's this guy right now if you follow me on social media for the past few years you know that i've been single for a while and i have not at all been interested in anybody like if you've watched my lives you see like people shoot their shot um, I complain about unsolicited dick pics in my DMs and like people consistently trying even though I'm not responding or I do respond just to be nice and they just do too much. But lately there's been like someone that has making me smile a little more than usual, which again is rare because I haven't felt like that in a really, 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 really <laughs> long time. Um, and he's not anyone new, surprisingly. He is someone that I've known for a really, really a good, a good amount of time. Um, and I don't know. So I guess my question is to you guys, because I've never been in this situation before. I've never been in a situation where someone was in the friend zone and then crept out. (laughs) So my question to you guys is if you've had anyone in the friend zone that you were attracted to, and then you guys decided that you were going to work on things to see where it goes, like, how do you transition? Because typically for me, when I have someone in a friend zone, it's because I'm not attracted to them. Like, I can honestly say all but this one, maybe two people out of all my life of having male friends, like platonic male friends, I have not been attracted to any of them except for maybe these two people. So 
they don't come out of the friend zone. So I don't know how to transition from just being friends and going to more. Like, is it the same as regular dating? Like, does it make it easier because you're friends? Does it make it harder because you're friends? Like, does the expectation change? Does the time frame in which you want things to happen change? Like, I don't know how this goes. (laughs) So I'm going to need a little advice here. Um, I mean, we both decided that we would see where it would go. Um, But at the end of the day, we're both single. So, you know, that comes with certain things um until you know you make it super official but I don't know what to do like I feel like a little schoolgirl, which I don't like <laughs> and again if you follow me on social media you know I'm a G at heart so like to, for someone to have me like all super giddy and girly and like smiling at my phone all the time it's it's a little different for me I like it but I don't like it <laughs> But I'm curious to see where it goes. Like, this person is super nice. They're super sweet. You know, they say they don't like people, but they're really good with people. Kind of like me. Like, I'm not a people person, but I'm a people person. So, I get it. Um, But I need y'all to help me out with this. Like, what do you do? How? How does that? Does it? Is it awkward? Like, if you guys had someone from the friend zone... And you decided to see where it was going to go, like, relationship-wise, get to know each other. Like, when it came to sex or, like, any kind of physical activity, whether it was kissing or holding hands, like, did it make it easier or did it make it awkward? Like, maybe, I don't want to say I'm in my head too much about it, but maybe I am. Because, like I said, I've never, I've never had this, this happen to me before. So, I don't know. I feel like things have moved and have have been moving naturally, you know, progressively natural over the past few months. Um, but, yeah, I'm just, um, this is new territory for me. Now, I know a whole lot about a whole lot. But this right here, I don't know. So, I need you to write in to me, DM me, email me, cookiechronicles.com. 18 at gmail.com let me know how the transition was for you did it work did it not work and then here was the major major issue that I had initially when this started like I am so great at being friends with this person that if anything didn't work I don't want us to hate each other like we've come to the conclusion that we're always going to be in each other's life and we you know we're going to handle it like adults but at the same time you never know what's going to happen like you know shit happens but I just pray to God that even if nothing works out romantically that we can still be friends like he has been such a blessing and a support system and like a, 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 a shoulder to lean on and like he's just an awesome person I would just I would hate but I also on the other hand am like all right now if you know me all these years maybe it'll work and maybe we'll be the best thing that ever happened to each other so like one of my girlfriends was like well Tia you have to decide if you want to fuck up the friendship <laughs> by seeing if something works or if you want to leave it alone and I'm like no I think I think I appreciate him and his friendship and what he brings to the table enough to want to see where it goes. But I also think we respect each other enough 
to not be disrespectful if it doesn't work out. So I think we'll be okay. So I've gotten over that phase of it. But all this other shit, y'all gonna have to help a nigga out with. Because I'm just... And excuse my transparency. This is this is a transparency week for me. <laughs> so yes, write in via DM, email me. Um, and if you want, I'll even I'll even be open enough to say just this one time that you can video message me on Facebook and Instagram and let me know how it worked for you. Like, did y'all get married? Did y'all last for a really long time in a relationship? Are y'all still friends? Is the level of friendship now that it didn't work the same as it was prior to? Are you better friends if it didn't work um, than you were prior to? Um, and just let me know. Let me know. Help me. Help me calm down a little bit. Well, I'm not going to say calm down because I'm not super hyped, but a little anxious. So just help me, help me woo-saw. To, to know how other people got through it and navigated through it would kind of help me decipher what I need to do and how I need to move. But thanks, y'all, for listening. I know typical, like this is not the typical Cookie Chronicles segment. <laughs> Don't mind me at all. Like I said, I've just... Been a little giddy and happy and like schoolgirly, and this is not me, so I had to get it out in some type of way. And you know, talking to y'all is a form of therapy for me, so just you know, bear with me for this week, y'all. But I look forward to hearing from y'all, and I'll see y'all next week. All right, bye. All right, and that was Tia with the Cookie Chronicles, and that was deep. That was fucking deep. Um, got me over here smiling and shit and being happy for her. So, uh, yeah, that's just that reflection. And, you know, what I want to say is that if you guys look at how, like, the Cookie Chronicles has evolved um, since she started doing the segment, um, and, I, and, I, and that's completely off to her. I take no credit for the Cookie Chronicles. I know she talks all the time about me trying to get her back into podcasts, and then I did that because I know the talent that she had, and I saw that very early on, uh, really since I've known Tia, um, and she's just been a greatest, great support of what I've done, um, what I continue to do, and one of my biggest supporters. And, you know, if, if you guys... If you guys haven't found out by now, uh, I guess this will be the time that you do is that uh, T has actually come on as the new co-host on Love, Lust and Badass Soul. And we dropped our second episode together uh, this past weekend. And the response to it has been great. Uh, I think I think it's gotten kind of Love, Lust, back, Love, Lust and Badass Soul back to what it kind of was before. Um and that's because of me, me and Tia's chemistry and our comfortability with one another and me feeling comfortable cracking my jokes on her. Um, so I'm really excited to see what we can build together as we continue to just work together. And that's one of those things that, you know, me and Tia met like five or six years ago and we met through uh, another podcast that we mutually know. And and I think early on, like we both saw the talent in each other and wanted to work together at the time she was doing Crown 360 um, I was, I think I was still even doing the wrestling podcast when I first met Tia before the Awakened Soul started, but either way, um, once she did decided to go, uh, she left that, that podcast and started her own, you know, because I was a solo podcaster, she reached out to me and, you know, we talked about, kicked around her ideas and what she wanted to do and she turned Cookie Chronicles into something really, really good that kind of 
uh, die down for a minute where she had to revamp it. And then luckily she uh, was able to do that as a segment now on the Awakened Soul, which we get each and every week. And we're just continuing that business relationship now uh, having a joint podcast together. I know we've had our uh, we've done episodes, full episodes of this podcast together uh, every once in a while. And the chemistry was proven there. So now we're moving into having our own podcast. So make sure you guys I know that was kind of a long rant to plug another one of my shows. Maybe that was self-serving. I don't know. Uh, take it what you will from it. But I really just wanted to plug that and make sure you go, guys, continue to support Love Lesson Badass Souls. We're going to get we're going to ramp back up um, all the way with that podcast. We're going to get the Patreon back started, videos back started. Um, we actually have a show in Dallas. So everything is back on track with that podcast. And I'm really, really. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time tested gift around a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com excited for it and how it's going to grow but that's enough plugging that go and check it out the proof's in the pudding i don't need to talk about it as much anymore so we're going to take another brief break we're going to get into another commercial and some music and after that we're going to come back with the main discussion topic for this week's episode i'll see you guys there what's up y'all it's your boy marco the prince the host of hear me out podcast and I am here to tell you a little about me and my podcast. I'm a little bit about me. I'm born and raised in Portland, Oregon, currently reside on the East Coast. I have done everything from a nine to five retail, been homeless, been engaged, um, AmeriCorps, volunteer jobs, and whatever you think of, I probably done it or experienced it. And I am here just so my voice can be heard and hopefully touch the voice of someone else to remind them that we all don't got it, but we can all go get it. Um, so I'm here to just share my life experiences, motivate people, rant, and just be heard. So you can hear me out on all the socials at hearmeout.pod for Instagram, hear me out podcast on Facebook, and also this is hear me out on Twitter. And you can also stream me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Brinker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public and wherever you catch your favorite cast at. So hopefully you hear me out and catch the vibe. All right, so I teased it at the top of the show. We're into the main discussion topic for this week's episode. And so this one's built around like, uh, this is this is going to be one of those introspective haze uh, segments. So I am currently in the space. You guys may have heard me uh, talk about it. Where I'm, I, re- I started by wanting to move the studio, right? Because I've I built a couple sets in my basement uh, for different things. The my the Cordero versus Hayes segment that I did the one teaser for, and I and then COVID started right after that, so I kind of took away my mood to do that. Um, and then I'm also going to start doing more product reviews. So I have another. I was building and working on another set for that. And I'm in this space, like in my studio space, and just randomly, to be 100% honest, just randomly, I was like, you know what? I think I want to just tear it all down and completely redo it. Um, and it was for a couple different things. I'm in a completely, I'm in a completely different space now as a creator, right? 
And I like I like to think that I've leveled up, but I like to think that I've added a lot more uh, to my repertoire as well. When I when I created this uh, initial studio space, um, and you know, once it does change, like this set that I do the podcasting in is not going to change very much to when we move. So you guys might not even notice that uh, I move when I do this setup. If you just follow the Awaken Soul, but make sure you follow my my YouTube page, which is just I think it's just going to be Cordero Johnson. Maybe I'll name it King Hayes. Um, I'll do all the announcements once they get started, but I'm going to start doing more stuff, more, uh, like I said, product reviews, some camera reviews since I've really gotten into it and stuff like that. But I'm in I'm in here and I'm sitting here looking at the space that I originally created and it felt like it didn't serve me anymore. Um, it felt like it was cluttered. It felt like it was not really conducive to the creator I've become. And I don't even say that to like sound dramatic or anything, but I, I immediately started like moving things around. I moved a whole desk out. I moved the couch that was down here. Um, I moved some stuff off the wall, uh, a couple of end tables and as I started moving stuff out, my creativity started spiraling a little bit more, right? And it put me in that mind space of why it's important to rearrange your space and not just a physical space. Sometimes you need to rearrange that space that's in between your ears, your mind, right? And you'll be surprised at how that opens up new things. Sometimes you have to remove things. And by that, sometimes it's emotions, sometimes it's people, sometimes it's a lot of different things. You have to rearrange that space so that you can grow in because we, we, I'll speak to me. I'm trying to make this personal. I collect things like I've gotten so many cameras and lenses and microphones and interfaces and pieces of equipment for XYZ sliders over here and everything. And like, while all that stuff still has a use, the space that I've, that I've put it in and because I've let it get cluttered in a way was constricting me. Like it was constricting me as a creative. Like you see, and and I don't get me wrong. This is intimate. The working soul is intimate. I sit here in front of the camera and I feel like it's a peek into, into my mind and into my world. And that's why I do a uh, video and, uh, and stuff more often because I feel like it adds a depth, but it started getting to a space where like, if I want to show you guys different things, it's so cluttered. I had to move it out. And so that's the kind of what this is built around. As people, we we that we have to rearrange our space. We have to rearrange our space so sometimes new things can move in. New people can move into our lives. New mindsets can move into our life. Sometimes we need to separate from things that we've collected to separate from from the memories of certain things. Everything I, I I'm one of those people who believe everything that we have is has an energy about it, right? And sometimes we hold on to things like I was holding on to cameras and stuff that because I just had them and they use them and I'm never going to use it again. I've upgraded so much. I'm never going to use those cameras again. But in my mind, I've, I've held on to them and they're just cluttering up my space. Right. I now I've gave, I've given a couple of things away to some other creatives and now that's going to help them on their creative journey. And those have also been new, brought new creatives in my life now that may be partners later on or people I may work with down the road. But I've, I've taken the time out to remove that from my space. I've taken the time out to open that up for maybe something new to come in. We have to stop holding on to things and people and, and everything else. Um, and I don't mean it to be like a feng shui thing, but you'll start feeling like once you, you it's funny how. And even if it's not a negative energy tie source thing, but once you once you rearrange your space, you're creating something new. You're creating a new foundation and it, you'll be surprised how that spirit of newness factors into other things that you do. 
And that's that's the journey that I'm currently on. I'm sitting here and and it's it's now gone to every part of my house. I'm going through my basement. I'm going through stuff that I've had stacked in the garage for years. And I'm looking at this stuff and I'm like, I've been holding on to this. Maybe sometimes it's been memories. Maybe sometimes it's been, like I said, sentimental things. Maybe sometimes it's I, I think I'm going to need it again. But the fact is that sometimes you, you that space has to be rearranged and sometimes it's forcible. Sometimes that that change will come when you don't expect it or sometimes you lose something. Sometimes you have to throw something away. Sometimes something to get broken. You have to you have to dismiss it that way. Um, and the thing that I can that I can kind of compare it to. Right. Is that when you leave a couch in one spot, let's just talk about a couch for a second. If you leave a couch in one spot for a long period of time and it, and it never moves, you get those lines on your carpet, right? And then when you move the couch, it's a new, right? It's 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 kind of a fresh space now. And you know, you may dirty it up and have to, and it may make you think about how you need to shampoo the rest of your carpet, but it's new life kind of under there. Once you move that, you've now given something else a space to breathe and to, and that that's been suffocated for so long. Sometimes we do that to ourselves. We stay in certain places, we stay in certain areas because it's comfortable, because it or it's functional. But sometimes you got to get in there and mix stuff up. Sometimes you have to shake shit up to really start to think and 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 have a renewed mind. And it's funny that since I since I started rearranging like my space, my house now as a whole, I'm rearranging from top to bottom. I'm like getting new couches upstairs and downstairs and everything. But since I've started doing that, the new relationships that I've started building, you've heard me say we're going to have a show in Dallas. That that event, that meetup that's happening in Dallas happened because of a, a group of new people that came into my space and it came in around the same time I'm starting to move stuff out. So I moved out space and then new relationships that I've built have built it to a point where Love, Lust and Badass Soul, which was dormant for a while, has a, this new, new renewed breath in it. That's going to why well, I had originally planned for it to start with the Dallas meetup and to us to sit down and have that show and that and that conversation. And then it to kind of be like a new fresh start from that point on. But I look at the relationships that I built there. Shout out to my to my bro Rod. Uh, shout out to Avery. Shout out to Kelly in the group. Shout out to Sana, who's my sister. Shout out to to Cora, who I've been working a lot with. Like it's funny how when I started moving this stuff around, new people started coming in my life who with these business opportunities, with these connections that they have, with these other people that these other creatives that they want to connect me with, and it all. I'm not gonna say it happened because I started rearranging my space in my studio, but it's funny how. Me rearranging that and me being in higher spirits now has has helped me to build relationships that I probably would not have had before. Um, it, it's it's crazy. Right. It's crazy. And even me and me and Tia uh, and our business relationship has grown to the point over the over the last couple of years. And, and it's funny how that also started growing and like I've known her for years and never thought about even asking her on, on Love, Lust and Badass Soul. But now we've had a couple of episodes and. Off our most recent episode, somebody messaged her and said, you motherfuckers are a, a force together. And so it's funny how like repurposing things, rearranging things, rearranging relationships, rearranging items like and we we sometimes we look at like when people exit our lives, it's at, at a loss. Right. We look we, we sometimes feel like we lost something. But what if you really gain something? Right. What if that person who either you removed out your life or that they removed themselves out your life? Did that so another person can come in and fill that space with more abundance than that other person ever gave you or ever could have possibly given you. We hold on to things and we hold on to so much that we sometimes we just got to learn 
to even if it's a sentimental reason if it's not functional we need to get away if it's functional and not sentimental sometimes we need to get get rid of it and get and, and push it off but it's when you rearrange your space you're rearranging your mind you're rearranging the energy that can come into your life and i can't stress that enough like i'm i'm a living testament of that right now and i you know i'm i'm i've always said on this podcast i'm not the most emotional person i'm not like i like people who know me very well will tell you i'm not a very emotional person in the least bit sometimes to my detriment sometimes to my benefit but what i've learned and what i'm doing now is that i'm like feeling renewed right and in a time where I was down because of COVID, I was down because of being stuck in the house. I was down because of, of riots and thinking about my sons. Like I have been probably at some of the lowest of lows I've been over the last few months because of things that have happened since my my little cousin slash my little brother died. And that's not to compare being locked in the house to losing a loved one. But I'm just saying that's the that's the most down I've really been since then. And now I'm in this in, in this period where I have so much open space that I'm looking. And that's the thing like that gets that creativity flowing because I've moved so much stuff out of here and got rid of it and got rid of some of that energy with it. Like I'm so renewed now. I'm so I'm I'm I'm, I'm my, my wheels are turning. The passions are turning. I'm thinking about different things I can film here and film there and what I can do with my kids in this room now or do with my kids over here and X, Y, Z. And in a time where I shouldn't, I should probably still be down. I should probably still, or I normally would probably still be in my head thinking about stuff that I've been thinking about. I'm filled with just this, this excitement, right? This excitement over where I'm going, where my studio's going, where, where my children are going, where I'm going as a creative. We have to purge, right? And again, sometimes it's not about getting rid of stuff. Sometimes it's about something just moving something and you'll be surprised like when you and everyone's been there when they the living room has been a certain way and it was good and they thought it was great and then some somehow they move it to a different angle they move that couch on a different angle they move that tv to a different corner or they mount that tv on the wall and somehow that opens up the whole room right or opens up or makes it something that felt claustrophobic before with the same stuff in it feel not so claustrophobic and now you can breathe right and in in doing in bringing in that breath in bringing in that fresh air in bringing in that new energy you become renewed so in a time where we're what we're going through and i i get it black women i feel you guys have been carrying the the bear so the the flags for us for so long but in a time where our black women are feeling down and not heard in a time where our men are feeling attacked and and sometimes not heard as well Sometimes you just got to move around. Sometimes that space needs to be created by removing things. Sometimes that space needs to be created by rearranging things. Sometimes that 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 refreshes need to be refreshness needs to be created by bringing something else in. But you have to open up yourself. You have to first take start just start rearrange start shaking shit up. We got to shake shit up. We got to shake ourselves up um, and shake ourselves out of what we're going through. That's my feeling on everything, and it's just. I've been sitting around, not moping really, but I, it's just funny because I like I went from one day walking in my house to feeling like Jesus, we got a lot of stuff. Jesus, I I just I I I can't breathe. Maybe we need to get a bigger place. To walking into my house and into my studio space, feeling like we got we this is a beautiful canvas that we about to paint this shit. Um, and so it's just funny how that little bit of difference, that little bit of change, can renew you and refresh you. You got to learn to rearrange your life, man. Um, and, and in that rearranging comes a reset, right? 
It becomes when we rearrange stuff, we're, we're setting it anew. We're setting a new stage. We're setting um, a new platform. And again, I know I keep making the I, the I keep making the comparison back to my studio space because that's currently like where I am. But this is more than just a physical thing. This is um, this is a mental thing. This is a, you got to do self-care. You got to treat yourself. Uh, got to get that fresh air into your life or into your mind. You got to declutter, declutter, get rid of the stuff that we've been holding on to. Get rid of it. We got to be positive. We got to affirm our decisions. So whether it's you affirming yourself, whether it's uh, affirming you deciding to move something out of your life, you got to affirm those decisions and then freshen up. Like sometimes like you be it, it, simple, like even if you're in a space where you don't have much room to rearrange, like very like a lot of stuff, you'd be surprised at what it is just to clean and just freshen some stuff up. Just bring something in fresh. And then lastly, sometimes it is sometimes you do have to you either have to go somewhere new or you have to bring in something new. You have to you have to do that. And that's going to rearrange the energy around you and energy in your life, man. Um, but that's it. It's a fairly short episode, I know. But hopefully it's a deep one that you guys take a lot of content for uh, well, a lot of content and, and, and stuff from um, because it's really just I, I think I'm really in the in the space of a mental and spiritual reset, really. And like. It started with rearranging my studio. Like I'm in a, such a different space. Like people who are around me have probably heard from me on the phone more than ever. You guys know I'm infamous for saying I don't talk on the phone. Um, and it's just it's so many changes that are happening in my life right now uh, and all positive that it's well, some some not. I will admit some not some some not are not as positive. But I think I feel like even the ones that maybe aren't I don't look at or view as a as a as a net positive sometimes it's it's necessary right and that's some some sometimes it is sometimes we do have to have certain things that may seem negative or may not seem as positive as we want them to be but they're still necessary that we have to make it through and that goes again to something that you may like you may like that lamp but you still may need to get rid of it um so it's just I'm sitting here and I'm just it's funny how this all started with rearranging the studio and it's turned into really rearranging my mind completely. I'm in a completely different mindset than what I was three, four months ago. Um, I'm just happy. Like, you feel me? And it's not that I wasn't happy before, but I'm, I'm, I'm like, I have this renewed sense of not only happiness, but purpose. Right. Um, and I know what I'm going to do with my creativity is going to touch people. It, it always has. What I've done with the Awaken Soul has touched people from day one and is going to continue to. And as I continue to grow my content, uh, I'm still working on that short film. Y'all I haven't forgot about y'all. For those who ask, I promise you, you're still going to get it. Um, it's funny. I, you say short film and people just keep asking about like it's really going to be like a three to more a three to four minute short film, y'all. But it's my first foray into like actual film. And like maybe that's why I'm being so anal on it. And I've talked about it before, how I um, I get so caught up in the particulars of things. So, so sometimes that I don't ever release it. But I promise you this one will be released. But especially in the space that I'm in now, like. It's it's just weird. It's really it's really really weird, man. Uh, in a in a good way though. It's really really weird. I like to hear how you guys are. You guys rearranging your mindset. How are you guys going to task yourself uh, with rearranging something in your life? Matter of fact, I'm going to task you. For anyone who's listening to this podcast, I want you guys to write in thewakingsoulpod at gmail.com or you can tweet me at the Twitter handles I gave I gave you before. You can leave a voicemail at six one four five four seven two zero three nine. I want to hear 
about something in your life you're going to rearrange between now and the end of the year and what you're going to start. I would love to hear that from you guys. But that's it for me. This has been another episode of the Awaken Soul Podcast. I am your host, CEO Hayes. You can follow me at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow the podcast at Awaken Soul Pod or at the Awaken Soul Pod. And then lastly, you can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, the Awaken Soul Pod at gmail.com. We are the number one podcast in the world. I don't doubt it at all. I will see you lovely and beautiful people next week. Peace. Bitches love podcasts. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.